Got an Apple Card? Then don't lose your iPhone. Will the iPhone Go Pro? Will the iPad Pro get a three-lens camera? And if it does, why? And your hot takes, all in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola, here with Leif Johnson. Howdy. And Michael Simon. Good morning. Apple Card is all in the news. I don't know why. Yeah, th- th- this this rollout is, is, is the most Apple thing ever to like yeah. slowly exactly. roll it out to certain people and make it seem like it's more of a valuable thing. It's a credit card. That's it. Right. Yeah. Well, the big news that came out was that Apple Card really relies upon iPhone for much of its functionality. And if you lose your iPhone, you have to jump through some hoops to pay, make sure you pay off your bill in time. Yeah, there, there, there's no web component, so you'd, you'd have to call Goldman Sachs, which doesn't really have a direct number because they don't have really have a consumer end yet. So they would you have to call Apple, and then they have to transfer you, and then you got to use a bank account because it's it, it's a whole thing. But um, I'm surprised that there isn't a regulation in place, and maybe there is, and that's why this rollout is still in soft mode. That there has to be a web component, an online component, yeah, not just to pay your bill, but to check your balance and all that other stuff. The story came out by BuzzFeed, and they asked Apple support. And as Mike said, one of the things they said you can do is contact support, and then they'll they'll put you in touch with Goldman Sachs, yada yada yada. The other thing you can do is, of course, you should just take out your other iOS device yeah, yeah. Yeah. and use Wallet on of that course. device. Yeah. Well, everyone has multiple of them. <laughs> that's that's the. Uh... Uh, I, I mean, th- this issue, it's more of a Goldman Sachs issue than an Apple issue, it would seem, because I don't yeah, think it's going to be exactly. a, a division of Apple.com where they have a financial, it, it, right. you go through like you go through City and you go to Chase. Yeah. And I, Goldman Sachs doesn't have a, this is their first consumer credit card, so I assume that's in the works. I mean, geez, it has to be, right? Yeah, it just makes sense that there should be some sort of web component. It doesn't yes. seem like it'd be too hard to take the elements that are in the wallet and yeah, put right. them on the web somehow. Yeah. I mean, you would need to a secure payment system and all that stuff, but you know, this is a, yeah. it's a, it's a multi-billion dollar banking corporation. Right. I mean, how do they not have that? Yeah. And it's another thing, all these people working on that. How, how did, when you go through the, all these testing phases, how does some, how do you miss this? <laughs> yeah. That that's the, because somebody, there's gotta be normal people working on there, you know, like, Joe, who designs the icons or something, is like, "Hey guys, I want to." I mean, seems like somebody would catch this stuff. We well, catch we're, we're still waiting for an Apple Music web interface. So web interfaces aren't Apple's thing. No, <laughs> they don't. They don't no. seem to even think that people use the web for other than going to Apple.com and buying something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you're getting an Apple Card, you probably should uh, prepare yourself in, just in case your phone does get lost and you need to pay that bill. There'll be no there'll be no late fees though. <laughs> Are there no late fees on Apple? No Card? no fees. I mean you you'll have the finance charge on your balance, but there's no late fee. Or, it's still or, a late fee. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> right. They just <laughs> worded it differently. Yeah. Well no, generally right. you get charged like it's say you have a hundred dollar balance at twenty five percent, you'll get charged twenty five dollars plus a twenty five dollar late fee on top of the finance charge. Yeah, Apple isn't charging true. that extra fee. It's just the one fee. But the, the the whole thing is is insane. I was reading a Reddit thread yesterday of people trying to get the car, apply for the card, but 
cancel the card before the credit check yet still get the physical card because all they care about is the actual like to, they like just it's, want it's, the it's, hardware it's not, essentially Apple is such a crazy like the way they they kind of whip these people into a into a, a frenzy over the latest thing. Like it's a credit card. That's yeah. it. Yep. You put Apple on it, and I know, right? You make a titanium, and you put a logo yes. on it, and you know, you, you make a fancy commercial, and all of a yeah. sudden, everybody. Well, Mac Rumors has a thing where you can see what your name will look like on the card before yeah. you get it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Mac rumors thing. There's a we'll put a link in our show notes. If you want to see what your name looks yeah. like on the Apple card itself, Mac Rumors has a thing where you can enter your name and it'll show you what your name will look like. So like I typed in I am broke <laughs> to see what that'll look like. Just occurred to me, I hope they don't make me put my full name on there like most cards do, because I don't go by my first name. Yeah. Arnold Kim at Mac Rumors actually posted on Twitter that you, you can actually enter in emojis. Oh, okay. So, so. he, he, he uh, did a screenshot of an Apple card with emojis on it. Okay. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure Apple won't let you do that. No. <laughs> no. As the fall approaches, that means it's iPhone season. There's a new rumor, actually, that came out today, but we're going to start with the rumors that came out a little older than that, that they might actually call the high-end iPhone the iPhone Pro. Yawn. I don't know why this is a rumor. <laughs> it's like, you know, I guess it's a rumor because it means that they will ditch the X nomenclature. Which makes sense. I mean, it was kind of cool for the one, the iPhone 10. You know, but when it, you started going 10s and stuff what, like that, right? Kind of when you weird. have to start going beyond 10, XI doesn't seem as cool. They haven't even done that on the Mac. So. Is it is the Pro going to be like? Oh, all right, so let, let's assume that this is real. We've we've mm -hmm. heard this rumor for long enough now, where it seems as though this is finally the year where they're going to maybe ditch the numbers and just mm -hmm. differentiate it by name. So will it be iPhone Pro for the what would be the max or will it be iPhone pro for both of them? And then the, the XR is the iPhone or is it the iPhone 11, the iPhone 11 pro and the iPhone 11 pro max? Like what, <laughs> that, that's what I'm mostly curious about is like how, what, like what, uh, you know, cause the iPad doesn't have numbers the MacBook doesn't have numbers. Mostly generally pro is, is the designator enough. Yes. Right. Because if it's just a bigger phone, like the max, yeah, that'd be silly. Cause you know, if it's just bigger, to make it over the, of course, maybe, maybe they'll have some different features. And well, that's the other thing. Yeah, will it? Yeah. Will it? You know, are they going to add things that are specifically that make it pro? And when you look at the iPad, there's a lot about the iPad Pro that makes it a professionally right type device. Same thing with the MacBook. There's a there's a clear difference between pro and not pro. Mm -hmm. And obviously, the Mac the Mac Pro is you know insane. So will they? You know, are they going to do stuff like that? Is it just a, a marketing thing? I don't know. In the past, when people would upgrade their phones more frequently, having a numeral in the name was more important in terms of marketing. And now that people aren't upgrading their phones as frequently, that's not as important anymore. So then you can fall back on like how the Mac is named. A MacBook is a MacBook regardless it's a Mac, of right, what. Right. It, we, we, we would have yeah. like MacBook what, 57 by 20. this point. <laughs> right, exactly. If we were yeah. to do it that way, yeah. I think people are still more interested in that when, you know, it's like I, you know, of course I'm 
work for Macworld, but you know, I'm I, somebody hands me something, hands me this little phone. I was like, whoa, is this an SE and stuff like that? And they know they know exactly what to tell me. It was like, no, this is this is a 2020 iPhone. Yeah, provide some clarity. Uh, yeah, uh, it's easier to reference for editors like us. The stuff. midsize model. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, other rumors. Uh, several sites are reporting these rumors, but they also want they also say take these with a grain of salt. Yeah, because we don't know about this source. Somebody who works at Foxconn has kind of been leaking stuff, and one of the things that came out is that the new iPhone will not say iPhone on the back. That's pro. <laughs> Honestly, I'm surprised they still put it on there. Yeah, I agree with I, I agree with that. Yeah. There's really, I mean, it's not like anyone's going to confuse it for something else. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, I mean, the MacBook Pro still has the little MacBook Pro below the screen, but iPad mm. does. Does it? Maybe it does. Does the iPad have the name iPad in the back? That's a good question. You, I don't know. It shows how little I care about that. I, I think it should be gone. But especially with the Pro now, I think it is gone. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking at my MacBook Pro right here, and it doesn't say MacBook Pro. Oh, maybe well, I, I have a 2016 one, and it well, the, does. The newer ones do have. Oh, right, right. right. This one's Your, Yours is ancient. Yeah, yes. this is the old. I, for, I keep forgetting I, <laughs> that I use a 2015 MacBook Pro. Yeah. So. Let's see. And the new Air, the Air has one on it. So it is the new models, too. Yeah. Other parts of the rumor that came out is that they're, I guess they're coming out with a green and is it lavender color? For the for what would be the XR? I, I actually didn't even see these rumors. I've been, I guess, busy. I missed them all this morning. Yeah, I yeah, missed they, the color. They came out this what? morning. So. Okay, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that one. So yeah, that there, there are a couple new col- new colors. It didn't. I don't remember if there was a specification as to what model. Um, well, that kind of sounds cool. I like a lavender one. Believe it or not. Yeah. I will not get the 10R. Though. And that the glass is to have more of a matte appearance than a glossy appearance. Apparently these rumors go all the way back to the to May. Yeah. yeah, some of these rumors are basically repeating what's been said before. So they're seen as sort of cover. Oh, I do remember yeah. that. Somebody found like broken glass or something. Yes. Somebody pictured, there was pictures of like broken. It was German. Yes, yeah. yes, I yeah. remember that. Oh, he, he was the one that passed it along. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Apple changes yeah. things up a little bit. You know, why not? See what people want. Uh, yeah, that th- those matte rumors are are or frosted glass as it would be is. I'm I'm super ex- intrigued about that because I hate glossy glass. It's 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 slippery. It gets yeah. fingerprints, all that other junk. And I, I, so uh, and the the Pixel Google's Pixel has glass, but they do it in a frosted nice. way, which is really nice. The new rumor of these series of rumors, most of them just kind of like confirmed previous rumors, like the rear glass being matte, the colors, uh, the iPhone label, that was kind of the new one. Another part of the rumor that came out today was that the front is pretty much going to look the same as the X XS, so still with the notch. So, Yeah, we're, we're kind of stuck there for a little while because Apple has a lot of sensors to put in that front, the front of the phone, yeah. and yeah. there just isn't much of a way to do it under the display. It just can't, it just can't be done. And Samsung's tried with those, you know, the whole punch display, and maybe you can get it a little bit thinner. But ultimately, like, just, just, just yeah. keep it. It's fine. The design is fine. On uh, capacities, will be at sixty-four gigabytes, two fifty-six, and five twelve. Although it wasn't speci- they didn't specify what models those capacities will be available with. 
Yeah, last year or this year, the XR had sixty four one twenty eight, and the other two had sixty four yeah. two fifty six. So yeah, that would be an increase for the XR if that's if that falls in line. Yeah, and it would probably cost an extra hundred dollars rather than an extra fifty dollars, if that's the case. I think base storage probably should be one twenty eight yeah. by this point, but Apple is certainly not one to give us anything extra until it absolutely can can without affecting its bottom line. How long did we have that 16 gigabyte iPhone? I was surprised at how recently. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at that on a deal post recently. I don't because I was surprised that there were still 16 gigabyte models in that. Yeah, it was only yeah. like two years ago. <laughs> 64. Is, yeah, is I have 64, and you know what I do. And uh, yeah, so if I can handle 64, I mean, I, most people should. Yeah. yeah. Samsung sells a, a one terabyte wow. Galaxy S10. Plus, which is just like bonkers. I mean, it's, you know, nobody would need that, but it's yeah, cool it's... to have, man. <laughs> yeah, I was actually surprised I get along well with 64. Yeah. There was a time when new, new must-have apps came mm-hmm. out like weekly. That's not really the case anymore. We, we, we have the ones we want. Yeah. Here and there, there's a couple, you know, games and things that we want to try, but it's not like it was. It's, you know, you, you have the 10 or 15 apps that you use mm-hmm. every day. And then everything else is really not. You're totally on the money. Like my games ones, I I struggle to come up what I think are five really yeah. good games to recommend every totally. Month. Yeah, and uh, and with with streaming Apple Music, like I don't even we don't right. even need to store music anymore. You know, it's it's like the, what we use the storage for is just it's just we don't need it. Most of my storage went to storing videos and, and photos, and I don't even take as many of those as I used to. Just because I was realizing I was taking pictures and videos of stuff that wasn't really worth recording. So, And even that, if you pay the extra two bucks a month for 50 gigs or whatever it is, yeah. iCloud, you don't even need that. So the FAA recently announced that there is a ban. They didn't really announce it, but I, I, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll yes. bite. It wasn't. It wasn't like they said, "Oh my God, don't bring." Well, all right, yeah. you, well you go first. And well, okay. So they they <laughs> announced that uh, the recall 2015 15 inch MacBook Pro, the one that had the battery problems, uh, recently, the FAA announced that it's banned on flights. So if you're I just want to say that, you know, that was one I used my headline, why I said confirms, because way back in July, they had tweeted, you know, there was a Digital Trends article, and it showed, here's, you know, the Digital Trends was all like, you know, they had photos of burnt MacBooks, and it was like, this is why you should take that recall seriously, and the FEA tweeted and says, you know, reminder, recalled batteries cannot fly, and stuff, so technically this has been in a place for a while. The real news from last week was it was... Uh, was four carriers, uh, cargo carriers, by the way, not passenger, had banned that MacBook flow, explicitly done it. I get the impression from the wording of Mark Gurman's report in Bloomberg that he contacted the FFA and it was like, hey, is the this MacBook banned too? And they were like, yes, it is. And uh, and so this allowed this you know, to come out. But in reality, this is standard practice for the FFA. Yeah, right. Every time an, a device with a battery is recalled, it automatically gets put on this list. That's how it works. I mean, we saw it with the uh, Galaxy yes. Note 7 was the highest profile product yeah. for that to happen to. People, uh, you know, th- there wasn't actively people mm-hmm. taking them from you. Like it's, but when they say a ban, they, you know, it's not like they're gonna check your pockets and take it out of your, they just, it, it's, 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 it's an advisory. They're, they're telling you not to bring it. 
Is some TSA agent going to know if you have a 2015 MacBook or a 2012 MacBook? Really Absolutely not. Nor are they going to take it from you. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's impossible. Most people probably don't even know they have one. But it's it, you know it makes for a, a, a salacious headline to say you know you can't fly with your MacBook. That's and the European the uh, you know version of this, they base they just basically say keep them off for the flight and don't turn them on. Um, so you know that's that's the that's the rub. Mm -hmm. The same thing with the with the phones. That's what they did. If if uh, if a flight attendant saw someone using one, mm -hmm. which was rare, they would make them turn them off. Like what are they going to do? They can't take yes. your phone from you. But if you are concerned about it, they uh, Apple does just a reminder. Apple does offer a free battery replacement. You got to take it in, or you can mail it in, but that takes a little bit longer. And the thing is, though, you know, I, I went, in my story, I advise that you might want to keep the documentation on you to prove that you uh, replaced the battery. Yeah. yeah, right, right. What are you going to bring? You got to bring everything. Here's, right. here's my receipt. Here's 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 my Apple Apple my Apple Care number. My uh, I, I talked to Tom in, in uh, uh, Palo Alto, like like I mean. What, like, what are they really going to do? And they're always, you know, <laughs> pushing you through those lines anyway. So it's just going to be, yeah. yeah. We've all heard the rumor that the upcoming iPhone will have a three-lens rear camera. A recent rumor says that the same camera could find its way onto the new iPad Pro. Does that sound like a good idea? Does the iPad Pro need such a camera? Aren't there other features we'd rather see than a three-lens camera? What do you guys think? I, this is based on a story Mike wrote the other day in reaction to this rumor. I have to agree with Mike. I don't know if an iPad Pro needs a three-lens camera. I'm a pro user, and the thing is, is that you normally keep these things in landscape mode. You, 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 you know, the main thing I use it for, and I love to take photos. The main thing I use it for is scanning documents. <laughs> I mean, that's I don't need a three lens. So, like when they had the AR stuff showing off the, you know, the the changes in AR kit. You know, they have the people playing. You want to know with the one thousand dollar iPads with bouncy balls and stuff like that for augmented reality, and maybe that's what they want is better. AR, and I totally agree that that kind of thing needs to be on the iPhone. The iPad, I'm not so sure. Based on based on the rumors, that it has nothing to do with AR because right. I, I mean I, we don't know yet. But um, that it's it's not a depth sensing. And that's just silly. Lens. That's just stupid. It's a, yes. it's a wide angle or, or ultra wide angle. Yeah, I don't. I first of all, why would we encourage people to take pictures with their iPad Pro? That's just absurd. it. Always looks silly. With it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we can start there. I mean, like I just don't. Apple wisely never added uh, uh -huh. dual lens to the iPad. Right, they didn't even add necessary. dual lens. So. We don't even I don't, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised or not surprised. I wouldn't mind if they took away the rear yeah. camera altogether. Like why do we I need to, I, I mean, I think all right, fine for your for, for document yeah. scanning is fine. Okay, fine. Let's keep it there if if you have to, but we certainly don't need to encourage people to hold up their 12.9 inch iPads mm -hmm. in public and take photos with it. It's clumsy, it's awkward, and you can take a way better picture yes. with a phone. But and you know one of the things you say in your story, uh, if they do need to do something, it does need a better front camera because a lot of people use that for you know voice calls, Skype. Uh, yeah, and it, it's just kind of silly that you have to put up with this you know relatively garbage <laughs> phone on a pro. I mean, camera on a pro. I mean, honestly, the, the front camera on the iPhone yes. isn't great. They could fix that one too. I don't know why selfie cams apple just ignores them we have face facetime is probably if not the most one of the most used video chatting 
services yeah. in the world. Yet, most of the images that we we we, we send out are you know <laughs> crap. G give me a 12 megapixel 4K lens on the front. Why I can't? You can't even shoot in 4K on the on the iPad. It's all HD. Like I don't I don't get it. I don't, I, I never understood it. And this is even more perplexing that they're going to put uh, an ultra wide lens and a, and, a, and a telephoto lens on the iPad, the back of the iPad, when you can't even use that for FaceTime if you wanted to because it well, defeats the purpose. Maybe it's a uh, chicken and egg thing. Maybe the reason why people don't use the iPad Pro rear cameras is because they're not good enough. So what if you put a camera uh, that's I don't think that's better, more people will use it. Like, for instance, in a production environment or in a studio environment. Uh, if like, like, for instance, here, if we're shooting videos here, maybe we can use an iPad Pro to shoot the video instead. And, you know, with a better camera that would produce better results, more people would use the iPad Pro in those kind of environments. Maybe that's why they want to include the three lens camera on an iPad Pro. And I'm sure they'll spin it, they'll yeah. spin it that way. Well, speaking, go ahead. But ultimately, it's a waste of it. I was going to say, speaking of uh, Macworld cases is, yeah, usually when I, the other reason why I use it is I need to take a photo of my iPhone and obvious, yeah, a quick one that's not like professional level, but I don't have anything else to take a photo because my phone is what I'm taking a photo of. So, oh, good. Thank goodness I have one on the yeah, iPad. It's the next available camera, yes, essentially. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why I ended up using it. That's a pretty limited, right. limited use case. <laughs> if there was one feature you want to see before the three lens camera, what feature would that be? Mike's like flip that logo. <laughs> uh, yeah, all all things being equal, I want to see a better um, smart keyboard. Mm. I think the for for what it is and for and for how Apple yeah. positions it in the you know as a pretty much an essential accessory, the iPad whatever it's called the smart keyboard folio is. Is, is it's it's just not good it's, it's it doesn't have a backlight it doesn't really sit you know it's better than mm -hmm. certainly the old one with the way it wraps around but it's mm -hmm. it's not great the the keyboard travel is you know very low to the ground there's, there's nothing there there's no obviously there's mm -hmm. no trackpad and i think there's a lot they could do to make that you know it, they charge 200 dollars for that thing so i think that there's a lot that they can innovate with that keyboard to make it something that I would want that so that people would say, yeah, you know what? I do need that. Not just because I'm going to type comfortably. It only has, I mean, it, it, it can't even like do like infinite positions. It can't even, yeah. it just has two positions. That's it. I mean, when, when you look at something like the, the pixel slate keyboard, which, you know, the pixel slate was not a great device, but yeah. the keyboard was good. And, you know, or something like the galaxy tab that's that Samsung has same thing. I mean, they, they really kind of look at like, all right, how do people want to, Used this. It has a little pen slot. It has, you know, it has backlighting. It has a key, has a trackpad now. Even though, you know, Android isn't necessarily built for trackpads, but they built all that stuff into it because they understood. That, well, this is how people are going to use this device. The Apple keyboard is literally a keyboard. That's it. Full confession, as far as comfort, of, you know, comfort of typing. When I am typing, you know, when I I am planning to do a long project on the iPad Pro, I actually type on a Magic Keyboard too, which is paired to it. Yeah, See, which is more comfortable go. to type on yep. the actual keyboard cases. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, and it, and if you use it in a lap, forget it. It's awful. I would want the ex an extra USB C port. 
because if, if it's if it's a pro device, I'm going to be connecting a lot of other things to it. Yeah, and Apple wouldn't even really have to upset the design to do it. Just put it at the top. Put it one on each side. You know, they re- you already had the speakers there. It'll just look like look the, the same. And then it also takes away the the natural kind of orientation of it. It makes it a truly you know, uh, 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 I, I guess for lack of a better word, agnostic device where you can use it in any in any way. Life, is there a one feature you would rather see first before the... Honestly, the camera, camera. The, the camera. The would, front, the the front, front camera. camera. Yes. Better resolution on the front camera. Yeah, that, that's a close second for me, too. Uh, it just seems odd that they haven't upgraded it in X amount of years. It's, it, it's gone a long way. And, that, and they even they put in that truth depth, and it's still the same 7 megapixel, you know, Lamo selfie cam. I also, I can't understand for the life of me when you restart an iPad... When it's docked, the Apple logo is sideways, which is just crazy. How that hasn't been fixed? At least know which way I'm holding the damn thing. Yeah, mo- most people, you know, when you look at most people using them out in the wild, it's usually almost like a laptop. In, in it's landscape. Yeah. Apple's Apple's renders on their website are like ninety yes. percent landscape. Yet they put the logo on the back and on the software, the other way. Imagine you turned on on your MacBook and app and the, and the Apple logo was was on its side. It's ridiculous. There was for the longest time on the MacBook when you opened your MacBook, the Apple logo was upside down. It was upside yeah, and down. That was yeah. for a long. That happened for a long time. I don't remember Which how. That, that's amazing to me. That that was under Steve Jobs, and that it's amazing that. I mean, obviously, it went through, you know, testing, and somebody looked at that open and said, "Yeah, let's do this." How? How does how does that get through? I don't like I okay, so so maybe you want it you want it to look the right way when it's closed to the person who's looking at it. But as soon as you open that thing and it's upside down, like how does Steve Jobs and it wasn't just one, it was several it was several versions until they fixed that thing. Amazing. Unless like some engineering said, you know, no, 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 no way we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Has to be this way. However, I do miss the light up Apple logo, right way or wrong way. I, I that was one of my favorite yes. things about mm-hmm. that. It was a nice little touch. It's a, yeah, it yeah. sucks that they that they changed that. Now it's time for the two minute tip, where a MacWorld staffer will present a quick tip for your Apple device. This week, Life has a tip for the Apple TV. What you got, Life? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can now finally use multiple accounts on Apple TV. But I want to clarify: this isn't like using multiple accounts on a MacBook or something, where you know you switch over. It's an entirely different thing. No, the main thing it really affects is are like the your purchases and movies. The these the apps for this: movies, TV shows, music apps. So when you switch over to those, you will see your purchases, your preferences, and stuff. But if from my experience with it, if you know all your other apps are going to stay in place. So like HBO Now, Netflix, and everything, and those accounts will stay live. Whoever's looking at them. Fortunately, Netflix at least you know allows you to do multiple accounts in there, so you'll have to deal with that. But so it's it's not as you know wide ranging as I thought it would be. So giving you an idea, if you have iPhotos hooked up with your iCloud, yeah, the other person is still going to be able to see that because that 
that stays tied to a single Apple ID, no matter how who is using it. So it's it's not as like a clean split, like here's my account, your account, as you would think. But fortunately, it's really easy to set it up. You're going to go to the Settings app, you're going to press Users and Accounts, and under Users, you're going to add Add New Users, and you'll see a screen that says uh, Previously Used Emails. If yours is there, go ahead and press it, but it should already be in there. Uh, but if not, this is how you add a new one, press Enter New. And uh, so for the next two steps, you'll enter your Apple ID and password and press Sign In. If you have two-factor, all you know, enabled you'll have to do that and uh, you press enter and you're done and that's basically it so you'll um, the easiest way to do it is go through uh, the control center because there's a now a control center in Apple TV so what you're going to do if, if you have the Siri remote for your Apple TV hold down the Apple TV app button that's the one that looks like a little TV hold it down for about two seconds the control center will pop up you'll see those two accounts three or however many you want to add to it right there at the top and you just use the controller once you figure how to use the thing um, to <laughs> activate uh, one of the accounts, and that's all there is to it. The second you do that, like those uh, the movies, music app, and everything, they'll all switch to the person's account, and you'll see your purchases and history and all that stuff. It's for those specific apps. I want to highlight that it's a good way to keep your recommendations and stuff from getting muddled by the the history of you know other people in your household. But the thing is, you have to remember to change those accounts every time, so that's the catch. But yeah, it's 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 an it's a nice feature to have. It's not as clean as I would like it to be, but I'm glad that it's there. So you're saying you can't like you can't have logged in an iCloud logged into one account and then a different iCloud. Yes, yeah, iCloud like will stay so to one account. Um, yes, photos will stay. So if you change it on like 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 if you and I have a, have two a, mm -hmm. two users, if you change your you, so you log into yours, you change mm -hmm. it to your iCloud. When I sign in, I'll be also. Yeah, on it, it only affects certain apps. There are certain things. I mean, you can change three separate things according to iCloud, Game Center, and Home. You can all set those to specific Apple IDs, but they will remain tied to those Apple IDs no matter which account you have switched through to through the control center. Um, so you have to decide who is going to be tied to those. So those uh, stay in place. That's, yeah, it's that's, really. It that's is stupid, stupid. yes. What the hell is exactly. the point of that? Yeah, I, I was all excited about it, and I was going to crank this out in like one day, and then I was like, wait a minute, this is a little bit more complex than I thought it would. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't, that, that makes no sense. That's like, that makes so there's no, no sense. privacy to it. There's like no, you know, if you switch accounts, there's no like password protection and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, the, the key is like you have to remember to switch back to the accounts. Yeah. What the freak, man? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Once I'm out of... That's no tip right? at all, Lee. Once I'm, <laughs> once I'm absolutely sure about it, I'm going to make a video about it. Because, like I said, there's some big questions about this. So, yeah. Maybe it's like a... Maybe it's a, a beta version you're on. I don't fix think so. That. That's a lot to fix. I mean, so, I mean, what's the point then? Yeah. Who cares? Why bother setting up a new user if it's all going to be the, the stuff from yeah. the other user? Or the uh, you know yes, account information. For the other don't users. use. Just so you can get your own your own. Yeah, apps. It, we, it's not even. I mean, the, you can download the apps through there, and, it, and they, those will appear in there. But the thing is, it just shows all the apps for all the people. Hopefully, maybe that will go away in the beta. Um, but uh, I don't think so. There is no change when you switch accounts, as far as it looks. The only thing that changes are the the libraries, the purchase histories, and recommendations in the specific like movies, TV show, and music apps. That's it.
Now it's time for your hot takes. We love hearing from you. Let us know what you're thinking via email at podcast at macworld.com or you can contact us through Twitter at Macworld or on the Macworld Facebook page. Here are a few comments that cut our eye this week. Uh, the first comment is from Ian Bacon on Facebook. It's actually in response to a discussion we had last on last week's podcast about the Apple MacBooks. Uh, he wrote a lengthy uh, response, but I'm just going to hit some of the highlights. He wrote, the only things I really miss is MagSafe and the extension power cable. The rest I see as improvements. One port for everything has been my main wish for a long, long time, and it's finally here. The touch bar I'm fairly unattached to, except for Touch ID, mainly because most software doesn't use it to its fullest yet. For me, the keyboard has been fine. I get a, subs I get a small subset of people feel they need them, but I suspect a vast majority probably have a similar use case as the rest of my family or for prosumers close to mine. I, for one, love the demise of the plethora of ports. Did Tim Cook write this for me? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I always wonder, is is this a case of the vocal minority? People like us who wish there were more uh -uh. ports, no. you know. Straight up, the keyboard sucks and there should be more ports. There's no vocal Well, the keyboard, I think, the, there's, there's, I think that's a widely held opinion. But then the, the other things like the ports and stuff, because Apple hasn't changed it, you know. it's And is it Apple yeah. saying, we know our when, users when, better? When or? that guy says a, 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 a one-port solution, we don't have that. Yeah. We have we need hubs and things to expand that one port if you want to do more than one thing at once. You could say that USB A was a one port solution if you want to yeah. get technical about it. Like I like what is what is that? I don't understand that logic. Right. So Apple took away all the ports and said you can now charge and and hook up hard drives using this one port. Just you can't do them at the same time. Ian's one of the few people that I've heard of that don't mind the limitations of the of the current MacBook. So, if, if anything, he finds it freeing. I mean, I I, you know, I think there needs to be like more USB C ports, but I, I I have to admit I'm not like gotta have them all. Like some because you, there was somebody that was posting an image of a laptop and it was showing how it had all the ports and it was like and I was like, man, some of that stuff looks like 20 years old. That's not pretty. Yeah. Anyway, you 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 need at least four, two on each side. That that is in my that's what the MacBook Pro gives you, and that's that's pretty perfect in my mind. The thing I do miss most is the MagSafe. It's because there have been a couple instances where the cord gets yanked, and fortunately, I've been you know able to to make sure that my laptop doesn't go flying. But you know, I have a yeah, dog. Yeah, USB C so. is better than those DC outlets that of old or some now still with PCs. Uh, it does it does remove easier and there's a less likelihood of you know taking your whole Mac with you, but yeah, MacSafe was such a sweet innovation, and I mean I don't know I don't know why they decided to get rid of it I don't know why they couldn't design a maybe a smaller or a thinner version of it I don't know, and I also agree with the 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 extendable power adapter was another great innovation that they just said eh we don't need this anymore. Our next set of comments actually is in response to a story Leif wrote, which took a 10-month look at the Apple iPhone silicon case, which is barely hanging on his phone. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. But uh, we got several re responses to that on Twitter at Renaz 
I don't know why I keep trying to say these names instead of just trying to say the name that they put. I, I, see, I always say the Twitter handle because people often put comments in the Twitter name part. Does that make sense? Yeah, and he deleted that tweet. Oh, did he delete the tweet? <laughs> <laughs> I just clicked on it, yeah. So anyways, at Renaz... Yeah, Renaz Sue said that it sucks. I have two silicon cases and both have their outer layer peeling off. Leather is fine, though. At Beetlebum Zero says, both my wife and I have Apple silicon cases for our 6S phones. They still hold up. Our iPhone 10 case peels out away after six months. Something has changed since then. At Subtarshi says, in short, perfectly. And at J-V-V-U-U-R-J says that it doesn't last, peaks off on the corners badly. And that, that's my main complaint is the the, cor- the corners are cracking. Uh, they're, they're, they're coming off the edge. All corners but one have a crack on them. Um, but, you know, it has my, my – there have been better, like, more crazy durable uh, – cases that I've used and I have still shed I, I drop my phone all the time I'm crazy clumsy and it's it's holding up fine and uh, but yeah it is the back is actually relatively fine it, there's no grease stains there's no finger and I use one of those uh, product red ones so you, you should be able to see that uh, but uh, it, but yeah that that's my main concern is it's cracking it, it and as I said in there, its lifespan is about a year. So, you know, if you're not planning on switching out your phone every year like we do, uh, yeah, don't expect this thing to last more than one year. But I do love how grippy it is. I've tried other grippy cases, and I've never worried about dropping this one. Um, so, you know, it may not stay on for a year, but at least I, I like if I'm on a ferry going to like Sausalito or something like that, I'm not afraid of dropping it in the water when I'm taking photos off the side of the boat. That's pretty impressive for me. Yeah, I think the issue is is not necessarily that it's Apple's case. It's it's silicon, and I think that materials just has a limited life in terms of like using it as a protective coating for whatever it is. And it's funny that the guy says that you know if they're six S, you know that they were better back then. Most people I've heard say that it's gotten a little bit better since then. So it's 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 perception, I guess. But I am kind of shocked that all the corners are cracked. And that's not the silicon. That's the uh, silicon. That's the plastic underneath. So yeah, I used to use a silicon case, uh, but because I would take the case off frequently for. To put it on other cases because we use different cases around here to write case reviews and stuff. So I used to take it off a lot and it eventually it stretched out and so I stopped using it. And I liked using the silicon case because it was thin. It didn't add much bulk, but it was and it added the grippability. That was the main thing. I wanted the grippability. Um, but now I don't use silicon cases anymore simply because they just stretch. And I, and I want to emphasize, you know, when, when Roman said he made a really good point at Macworld, because I have to take photos of my phone and stuff and, you know, use it for video, I end up taking my case off a lot. You're not really supposed to do that. And that probably puts undue pressure on those corners um, because it's tight enough that you can tell they don't really want you taking it off. But, yeah. So you keep that in mind. I don't I don't use a case. You're so crazy. Gen- oh. <laughs> yeah, well. I also change phones every three weeks, but I don't, um, I, I generally don't, don't you, not generally, I, I never do, but, um, I will say this, if you're spending more than $20 on a case, you're spending too much. I've tested, I've tested a bunch of them and 
you know, they that's about the right unless you want like an otter box or you have yeah, special to have features or, yeah. like that. or your apple logo yeah. on your silicon case but for a silicon case 20 bucks 20 to 5 i'll give you if it has to for something that you like some color or design you have to have well, how much is apple's 49 dollars yeah i mean that's just too yeah, much 39 too much i mean their cases they're, they're, they're not built to last it's, it's a piece of silicone wrapped around your phone you know, I mean, I don't necessarily fault Apple for building a case that in a year's time is going to look like it's been on your right, phone for a year. Right. It's just a material. But um, yeah. I will say that it should be $19, not $39. Fair enough. 25 And it's not just Apple, Samsung, Google. They all charge a lot. You know, if you're buying a first-party phone case, you're going to pay too much. Here's a little inside baseball. Um, sometimes when we get... Uh, review units for cases they just send you a lot of them and that gives you an idea of how little investment that they you know i mean how much you know profit they get out of this because they send us that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I i literally i literally have like giant cardboard boxes in my basement which is now flooded but um that's a longer story that's filled with filled with android cases well, that just about does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 663. I'd like to thank Leif Johnson. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, Roman. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, through SoundCloud, or on Spotify. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email, podcast at macworld.com, or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us next week as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See y'all next week.